The impact of murder never ends. And that is the word spoken by Rob Wood from the prosecution in the Lori Daybell case. Lori's sentencing hearing was in this last week. I want to talk a little bit about it. Um, they were powerful words from Rob that had a very powerful effect in the courtroom and really in the last few years. It's been a long haul. But these three actions that Lori decided on, namely Tylee, JJ and Tammy, causes a ripple effect, not just in the families, but the jurors, the first responders and everybody else. So. I wanted to talk about a little bit about the negative aspects also of the sentencing hearing because there was a lot of drama, there was a lot of questioning, there was some weird things by the defense, there was some weird things by Lori herself because she decided to talk and maybe she should have just kept quiet but all in all I think that's a good thing that she did speak because it gave the judge, Judge Boyce, uh, a firmer decision of what he wanted to do. Now in true Lori's style she made her made it known that she really isn't remorseful she is not um responsible for her actions and she's a little delusional not crazy just delusional now it's been a long three years or more almost four years and we have chad daybell still going in court in april of 2024 now lori's been indicted lori's been sorry lori's gonna be extradited now because she was indicted in in Charles Vallow's case, who is Lori's fourth husband. And obviously he's dead and she's being charged with conspiracy. So she's gonna go to Arizona now. She's in Pocatello Women's Prison. Apparently it's, you know, normal there for as normal as it could be, I guess. But she's there with the other women and she'll be extradited, but it's gonna take like 90 to 120 days. So we won't see Lori deal with Charles Vallow until, I guess that would bring us to November or December. Now, they had the victim impact statements in court, which was, again, powerful as well. We heard from Tammy Daybell's sister, Samantha, and Tammy's aunt, Vicki. And unfortunately, Tammy's mom passed away in June, and so she couldn't speak. So Samantha and Vicki were there on behalf of Tammy's family. We heard Kay Woodcock speak and we heard a statement written by Colby. Um, with, let me just see, I have some notes and I'm trying to figure this out. I know it's a little bit different here, but we're gonna do what we can because this is just how it's gonna work. I need to call this simple summer. <laughs> we just do what we can, how we, how we can do it. So with Sam Samantha, she spoke, there was some interjections by the defense. It's very, angering very maddening i did a live stream on it but i wanted to talk this way i know some people don't watch the live streams so with um the defense objecting i don't feel it's right you let me know what you think below i don't think it's right to do that they have a right to say what they want to say now i know there's parameters where you can't there's certain things you can't say but i feel like where the defense actually interjected was not fair and let them speak and it was nothing that was wrong i mean vicky actually said you know lori was smirking all year the judge said that he found her respectful in court this whole time i don't know what he i guess he wasn't paying attention to her because smirking and laughing and acting um like she did i find it was disrespectful to the court and disrespectful to the family let me know what you think but we heard 
Kay Woodcock also speak. She gave some powerful words. She talked about JJ. She talked about Tylee. And JJ being very, very highly intelligent. We know he was on the autism spectrum and he was autistic. And um, we knew, but we didn't know some of these other things. So it was neat to hear about just how intelligent he was and uh, reading at such an early level. And that now we never get to see what he would become and Tylee. And Colby had a very short statement. I thought it would be a little bit longer, uh, but he has spoken for the last couple of years. So, you know, it is what it is. And, um, and then Samantha, I liked a lot because she kept calling Lori a liar, which is what she is, which ties into the next point of Lori making her statement. She said that she just about died when she had Tylee, which was a first, not only for us to hear, but also for the family because Summer Shiflet, who is Lori's sister, said, uh, I've never heard this story before about Lori having near-death experience, especially with Tylee, so I don't know what she's talking about. And there, that was kind of the theme of that. Even Kay Woodcock said, uh, I never heard of that either. So Lori was talking about that it wasn't murder, that she started talking about suicide and all this other stuff. I'm not saying that that's what happened, but she was making a bunch of excuses. And so the way I read it was basically she was the hero for putting misery out of Tylee and JJ. And I guess Tammy, she called Tammy her dear friend or her authentic whatever it was. And that, um, you know, she talks to Tammy and Tammy visits her and Tammy's very busy in, uh, beyond the veil and so is Tylee and JJ and that they're happy and so it's hard to hear because the question is also um, what is a mother right what is a mother I've been thinking about this I'm a mom I have two kids and to hear what she did um, and to hear how she handled it and to hear that she even at the end still making excuses, but still getting the last word. That's the thing, that's Lori. She still gets the last word in and she still says what she wants to say. And that's why she waited this entire time. It's all manipulation. Lori's manipulative. That's all she does is manipulate. We've seen this over and over. Remember she used to steal stuff from Charles and put it all over. Like she, she stole everything down to his underwear. Like it was just childish. So, um, she had to get the last word in and I guess she did, but it went to her detriment because Judge Boyce at first, even though he said, you know, that she wasn't respectful, she said that also, um, he also said, you are a mother and you killed your children. You could give them to a thousand different families in Rexburg, but you chose to murder them. So that was very powerful. And he even talked about disgust being on the juror's face and that he noted that. So good for jo Judge Boyce for uh, speaking that because at first you're a little worried going, what is he talking about? She's lots respectful. That's really weird. But he, she, at the end of the day, um, he did come through and gave her those five sentences. So she's going to be locked up for life. No chance of parole. She can die there. Now let's go to the defense because that was crazy. That Lori, They said that Lori's love. Lori is just all about love. Really where does a mother show her children love by killing them? Does her, you know, does a mother show love by abandoning them? Does a mother show love by lying? I don't know. So... It sounds like the defense is a little bit delusional. He talked about hope. Now, don't get me wrong, because when he talked about hope, about wanting to give Lori hope so that she could get out in her 70s, 
I don't disagree with people being rehabilitated and, uh, you know, facing the consequences of their actions, learning from their mistakes, and then they can change. The issue is, it's not going to happen with Lori. So I'm all for rehabilitation that people, you know, realize that, holy crap, where did my life go wrong? Nobody wants to be a jerk. Nobody, you know, as a kid, they're not, I want to be, grow up and be an a-hole. I want to grow up and be a murderer. But these things are happening now. It's a time of reflection. Can you figure this out? Can you grow? Can you um, you know, face your consequences and be truly remorseful. And then there's change. And then you can help people because the defense talked about Lori helping people. Well, you can't help people if you don't actually acknowledge the crap you've done yourself. And if you haven't learned anything, how can you help other people? That's my opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Um, one thing that Kay said that I wrote down was, um, she wanted to say, but she wasn't allowed to say, she wanted to say that was the best I could hope for. And he did it. So he will, so she will be leaving it in a body bag, leaving jail, just however long it takes for her to get into one. And, um, Larry did say, I can guarantee you, Tammy was not in Lori's dreams. She was not friends with Tammy. And, um, I have a few notes here, but you know what? I just decided to do this impromptu thing, make it like this. There's less editing, to be honest, as well. And time this summer is pretty crazy for me. And um, I'm trying to figure it all out. So one of the things also that I have, okay, let's go back to the defense one sec. Her message would be one of love is what Mr. Thomas said. Her motto is love is the key. Lori is a very misunderstood person. The family says she's delusional. The family said before she was lovely and then the last, you know, five years she's been delusional. Um. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. The judge said, you still sit here before the court today and said you didn't do it. He talked about her giving the, the service dog away. He said, you moved to Rexburg, a community where you could find a thousand random families to take your children and you brought them here to murder them. Justice... Uh, justify oh she's something about going down a giant rabbit hole and says you're still down the rabbit hole while you were enjoying your new life in hawaii countless officers volunteers were searching for your children and i don't think you have any remorse and knew they were dead the kids were found burned dead uh, dead burned like animals and he talked about blood money so it was very interesting so Summer Shiflet was interviewed as well after and she talked about how um, Tylee and how she was happy and funny and 
Um, Lori talked about how Tylee struggled with pancreatitis. She, she acted like she was a martyr and that she did them a favor is what she did. So she can just, you know, go where the sun don't shine on that one. You know how I feel. Um, Larry says about Chad Daybell, I want him in trial. It can take a month, two months, three months. We'll be there. We want them in front of, we want him in front of jurors. I want him to try to lie his way out of this. Do I think he's going to speak? No. I somewhat mm, don't know what that is because my printer is a little bit wonky. <laughs> Basically saying he has to face what's happening. So Chad gets a little bit of a head start, I guess, in, in terms of his lawyer, John Pryor, went and watched Lori Daybell's trial and took notes. And I think he was there almost every day, if not every day. Um, that's pretty much it. One of the things is Tylee would have turned 21 this year and JJ would have turned 11. And um, if Lori's all about love, why isn't her children there to enjoy life? And Tammy, we can't forget about Tammy, what she did. Lori screwing around basically on Charles with Ch Chad and then Chad doing the same thing to Tammy and then Tammy ending up dead also and in that kind of thing, you know, in that circumstance. So thankfully Lori's going to jail. She's going to be gone for a long time. We go to actually see um, uh, Brandon Boudreaux also. We're going to do Charles first and then whenever Brandon Boudreaux, I don't know when that is. And then that takes us to the end of the year. So maybe we can get a break from Lori and I don't have to talk about her for a couple months. <laughs> Unless she does something or whatever, something happens. Maybe Melanie will also face it because Melanie, it's time for her. It's time for her to get in trouble as well. Um, I fully believe that. She was part of that. I've done tons of videos showing that she needs to get um, reprimanded. She needs to be accountable too. And she's not. So I wonder what's ha going to happen with that. So stay tuned, stay tuned for the next video. This might be what I call simple summer. Sometimes I'm just gonna have to put this on and then we're just gonna have to record and go from there. <laughs> and um, it saves me a lot of time from editing too. Right now, editors are, are not available. So we're just, hang tight. This will be something different, something new, and we're in the summer. So at least it's not snowing. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you in the next video. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye.